Hello, and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast. This is Kimberly Kingsley, and today we're going to be talking about vibrational tribes. It is November 4th, 2020, the day after the U.S. presidential election. We still don't know the results, but what we do know is that the country is pretty evenly divided into two tribes, the Trump tribe and the Biden tribe. Now, either person could be any figurehead. We could replace Biden with a number of people, and we could replace Trump with a number of people. In many ways, these figureheads are just an archetypal container for the country to project their unconscious energy onto. We're seeing this all over the world, this division. So what is it? What's going on? Well, vibration is the way that we communicate with one another. We feel another person's vibe. We connect to their vibration. We communicate through vibrations. And I don't know if you've ever had the experience of being in a relationship with someone very close to you and having a conversation where for some reason you just weren't understanding each other, like, like it wasn't landing. This is what happens when we're at two different vibrations. It might have been just a mood that day. It might have been any kind of circumstance. But when two vibrations, two frequencies are trying to communicate, they miss because they're not connecting. So while people in the Biden vibrational tribe cannot understand people in the Trump tribe, as hard as they try, they cannot wrap their minds around what's happening. And the people in the Trump tribe cannot understand people in the Biden tribe. Both sides think the other side is completely irrational. The truth is, both sides cannot feel one another. We almost feel like we're living in a world with two different species, two different vibrational species. So what do we do? Regardless of the outcome of this election, one person is going to continue to lead this country. And half of the people living here are going to be of a different vibrational quality and not be able to understand that person. So how do we reconcile this? What seems to be completely irreconcilable? The first step is simply understanding what's going on. Simply understanding that everything is energy. And we don't need to connect with everybody. We don't need to agree with everybody. Yes, there are big issues. There are big concerns. And one silver lining that I've seen happened through this last four years and the last really 12 years of of deep division in this country is that there's a real grassroots movement to create the kind of communities we want. People are taking responsibility in a way that I don't think has happened in a very long time. Responsibility to create businesses, to 
elevate their own personal vibration to continue to grow and learn and find their community, which is the second thing that we can do aside from understanding that the side that we don't understand is simply a vibrational quality that we are not tuned into. So rather than fight each other, it might be helpful if we realize that no matter what, we're not going to understand. It's a different language. It's a different frequency. And the second thing we can do is connect with the frequency and the tribe that does resonate. And tribalism has all kinds of connotations. And one of the connotations is that it separates us from one another. So I almost don't even like that term. A community is a more inclusive term. And it feels so good to be a part of a community of like-minded people. Yesterday, I jumped on a meditation. You could see 50 faces on the Zoom screen. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of comfort as I realized I was in a like-minded community. These people vibrate the way I vibrate, and I get them. The third thing that I think might really help us is to have compassion for people who vibrate at a different frequency. They really and truly feel like they're doing the right thing. They don't have black hearts. They don't have malicious spirits. They are connecting with what feels right to them and choosing principles that feel right to them. If a certain amount of us could look at the other side with compassion and take back our own projection, we would be loosening up this collective power struggle. We'd be taking out a little bit of the pressure from whatever side we're on. We just remove our projection and take out a little bit of pressure. And it gives the whole collective system a greater opportunity to transform. Now, ultimately, in a vibrational world, there needs to be room for pockets of like-minded vibration to flow into its own area whether it's a psychic area or a physical area or whatever it is, we need to be able to just go with our own flow and land where it feels right, land where there's resonance. And if we could pull back our own projection, our own frustration, our own judgment, and loosen up this power struggle a little, it might allow for more movement for vibrations to find their own space in this vibrational pool of energy that we all inhabit. There's enough room for all of us. And we need to remember in an abundant universe, we are always moving forward. It appears that so many things are blocking progress, but that's actually impossible. If you think about nature, if a river is blocked one way, it flows in a different direction. 
If a plant encounters a boulder, it grows out the other side. Every element of nature has the flexibility to just flow in a different direction when they hit a barrier. So these apparent blocks that we're perceiving, they're not going to get in the way of life's progress. There's actually only flow. You know, we have all kinds of psychic tricks we play on ourselves and mind games where we can resist the flow. And so when we resist the flow and chase what we want, you know, I use these terms, I use the term reverse flow and blocked when I'm talking about psychology or someone's psyche. And in a way that's true. We, we block our own energy flow and we, when we chase what we want instead of create it, we step into reverse flow and we step into the competitive mind instead of the creative mind. But in truth, life never stops flowing. That's why we end up getting sick because it accumulates and accumulates and all of a sudden there becomes a little crisis of anxiety or a little crisis of illness. So the same is true in the collective. Life flows. We are creative beings and we are designed to connect with that which we resonate. And it's okay if half the country resonates in a certain way and half the country resonates in a different way. Those of us who are high-minded enough to step out of the power struggle and simply create and find solutions in the areas where we have control We are being the vessels for life, which seeks to express itself, right? So we are charged if we are to align with life, if we are to align with spirit, whatever term resonates with you, we are charged with moving forward and creating new ideas, gardens, beautiful families, beautiful relationships. That is the way that we give life a landscape through which to flow. And if you think of this division in society as a big dam, and then you think of all of us who are committed to creating instead of competing, to extending compassion instead of judgment, all these people are making way for life to move us forward. You yourself are a flow system. You are a river. Don't allow this collective division to get in the way of your flow. You know, this morning, all I wanted to do was turn on the TV and see what happened with the election. And I did check my phone But I'm not going to go there today. I'm recording this podcast because I have these thoughts on my heart. And then I'm going to help some students. Let's rise above this division and stay in alignment with life's design, which is creation. And in doing so, we will move this country farther than fighting against the people that we can't communicate with because we don't resonate with.
sending you so much love today. May you find peace in this year of turmoil. Thank you for listening and be well.